What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, aka Lou Vini, and sitting next to me in the co-pilot's chair is uh, the, le- the man, the legend himself, Keith Hawkins. I've returned. Remember last week I was off for was Hair off, Metal yeah. Hank to sit in. Hair, hair Metal Hank team. sat in last week. How was Hair Metal Hank? Was he behaving himself? I love Hair Metal Hank. He is a bad dude. I mean, he knows he's a lot my, about a lot of stuff. He's my hero. He's my new hero. Uh, what you're listening to is a, tr- a track called Chocolate Milk in a Dirty Glass, and... Uh, i give you a little story about it. Um, a few years ago, I was asked to be on a, um, a compilation CD with a bunch of other really like amazing guitar players. Xander Demos, who's a good friend of mine, and a lot of guys. Like, guys are like serious shredders. And like, I can't do any of that. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to pull out all the stops. I'm going to do like Ebo, Toggle Switch, like crazy, like weird... <laughs> Yeah, octave tuning, you know, I'm going to like go completely anti-shredder. Not that there's anything wrong with shredders, but I'm just like, I just knew that I wasn't going to like cut that mustard. <laughs> you just pretty so much I, mentioned Tom Morello's entire career, man. Yeah, so that's what I did. I was like, I'll be the Tom Morello on the record. Um, but Tom's it, cool though, so yeah. I dig it, what you're doing. So Yeah, so it was cool. It was a lot of fun to do, and there's a lot of other great guitar players on it. And I was very uh, honored to be like with some like really amazing musicians so it was a lot of fun so anyways uh if you guys don't have my ep uh, you can get that at uh lou lombardi music.com backslash um uh free music and get that and you can hang out with that and enjoy it but there's a whole bunch of cool tracks remixes from old songs and stuff with different singers that i worked with so it's a lot of fun anyways uh you're listening to ludini hard rock and metal circus uh, today's topic is we're going to be talking about supergroups, and we got a lot of guys uh, who chimed in on our Facebook post uh, this week and created their own supergroups, and we're going to talk about ours. And plus, I got some great info on some supergroups that almost happened but didn't happen. You're going to be this is going to be very cool. You're going to be really? like, wow, you dug up deep on this yeah, one. there's some cool, there's some cool stuff. And then, I and then I got and, 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 and the other thing I realized there's a lot of bands that are supergroups that you don't realize are actually supergroups. And I, without spoil, I'll throw a spoiler actually. But one of the bands that's actually supergroup, if you think about it, is the Foo Fighters. Actually, they are actually super. Uh, they're all from other bands that were yeah. like, yes. So. Um, so, so this is a really interesting. It's a really cool concept. So we're going to be enjoying that today. Keith has picked some. Uh, I've picked some. We're going to have a good time with this, and uh, we're glad everybody's hanging out with us today. Um, uh, Samantha says, "Be nice now." What is that supposed to mean? We're never. Because nice. I was ragging on Springfield. 
Ragging on Springfield. There's a band name, Ragging on Springfield. That's right. Okay, anyways, guys, we're going to go ahead and jump in with the track here. This is, um, if I can just not mess this up, that would be <coughs> freaking awesome. Okay, here we are. Uh, this is a band called, you guys know and love, it's one of our favorite bands, Royal Blood. This uh, band kicks ass. This band, yes, and they've got a record that has not quite been released yet. But two people. Like, two guys. And um, this is... Uh, uh, the uh, like one of the first singles off of it, um, lights out, royal blood, Ludini rock and roll circus, uh, Ludini hard rock and metal circus. Well, he's using octaves yeah, and running to another amp so he can get that guitar. They yeah, don't like Is royal blood. They're super bad, man. I think that they're, they're great. Really, really, yeah, really yeah. Good. It's the two guys. And Check the, them out, please. The, ba the bass player is doing like the Just, guitar stuff yeah. by running through like different amps and stuff like that. It's very cool. Uh, but that is. Uh, uh, what's the album going to be called? I think it's called How, How Did We Get So Dark? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be the record. It's not totally released yet, but there's a few singles on. Oh, there's three tracks on. Um, 
on iTunes that you can get for that. So, anyways, guys, you are listening to uh, the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. I just wanna, I forgot because we were so excited about Super Group. They're super. Um, <laughs> uh, my sponsor, uh, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, pplmag.com. That is uh, Pittsburgh's first internet radio. Uh, television, online community, uh, and uh, business network. Um, there's uh, all tons of great content uh, there on a wide variety of subjects that you can learn about, all kind of cool stuff. Uh, we're there. Uh, they've been a sponsor of uh, independent music for uh, several years now, so we are so happy to be involved with them. Uh, good people. That's Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, pplmag.com, so we're going to send a shout-out to them. Um, and like I said, we're going to be talking, we're talking about... Super group, because they're just super. super. And, uh, you know, usually I save this to the end, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. We're going to do a little out of order today. I want to talk a little bit about the people that chimed in on my Facebook post. Now, I did not do a boosted post this time, uh, because I just sort of ran out of time to get around to doing it. So, uh, but I want to thank uh, David Harper, Karen Thomas, Michael Harper. I wonder if they're related. Uh, and yes, they, I'm pretty sure that's brothers, yeah. Bill Hathaway, uh, for chiming in, uh... And I'm going to go ahead and uh, give this a. Uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give them g- give their uh, uh, picks. Okay, David Harper says. Now this is a cool lineup. I think this is cool. Uh, Robert Trejo, uh, Jerry Cantrell, Vinnie Paul, and Brian Well. I don't know Bri- who's Brian Welsh with. Is that a guy? From, I think that's a guy from Corn. To be honest with you. Okay, so I, mean, I don't know that for. I don't know. So I asked him what he would call corn. his band. He said strong armed. Okay, go, and then Karen Thomas uh, called her band Free Beer, <laughs> and uh, she cheated. She said Tony Levin or Flea on bass. Well, you got to pick one. Uh, Carter Beaufort on drums, percussion. Uh, Peter Gabriel on keyboards. I uh, was Peter Gabriel a keyboard player. I don't know. Uh, it's all I good. Mean, you might know a few little, uh, you know, but I, you, know, you might I, know stuff that I don't know about Peter Gabriel too. So I, I've been fans have educated me in the past. So I, I'm not gonna uh, vocals. I've never seen him play it. I'm Chris Cornell on vocals and Eddie. How about a band with Chris Cornell and Eddie Van Halen in it? That's kind of cool, huh? Samuel. Yeah, that'd be cool. And Edge on rhythm guitar. Wow, Eddie Van Halen, Edge, and Chris Cornell. That's Those a freaking lineup. Uh, very, very impressive lineup. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Harper chimed in. He's got. Uh, Gene Hoagland, who's that? Gene Hoagland is a metal drummer. I think he was in a like a lot of different metal bands. I'm not even sure exactly uh, what his claim to fame is. I know he's like a pretty serious metal drummer. That's, you know, I think he's been in too many bands. To, but that's a good pick. I mean, if you're gonna go with a metal lineup, but I'm not really sure who some of these other people are. So I need to. Uh, well, he's on that got one. he's got Troy Sanders on bass and vocals, John Schaefer on guitar. Monty Pittman, who I, who I'm a huge Michael. You get total props because I'm a giant Monty Pittman fan. Monty Pittman, um, I just I'll tell you the Monty Pittman story in a minute. Uh, and R.J. Anthony Lucasen on keyboards, who I don't know. But Monty Pittman, let me tell you, let me tell you Monty Pittman's story. You're gonna love this. This is one of those great stories in music. You know, that's just like amazing. Monty Pittman is a guy from Texas, guitar player. Yeah. Moves to Los Angeles, starts teaching guitar lessons in a music store. And he's teaching this guy, he's got this, this adult student, and um, he's talking to this student, and it's, you know how you are with students, students they become buddies, you know what I mean, they become friends, they, they talk about your lot, you know what I mean, a lot of, a lot of teaching, right, it's like kind of therapy at times, you, know? yeah. you know what I mean, so he's like, and he's like, so this guy tells him, you know, my wife's looking for a guitar player for her band, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll mention you. He's like, well, thank you. And like a little bit later, a few days later, a week later, he gets a call from Madonna. His student was Guy Ritchie. Uh, okay, yeah. And so he became Madonna's guitar player. And like the rest, as they say, is history. He's, I believe he's on tour right now with Lady Gaga. Uh, so, you know, and he's got a great, but he's a metal artist as well. So he's done, doing his own things, but he's a great musician. Bill Hathaway, another guy. All you high school uh, people hanging, I appreciate this. Um, this is a cool lineup. Check this out. Now, these are guys you all know. 
Uh, he's got Paul Rogers on vocals, Robbie Robertson on guitar, Rick Emmett on guitar. Right. Now, those are strange bedfellows, but sure, I'll go oh, with that it. That works. Uh, Sting on bass. I like that. Billy Preston on keys. And who's Carter Beaufort? You, you're Carter Beaufort is the drummer for the Dave Matthews Band. Who's ah, a phenomenal drummer. And right. It's, like, it's the second time he was mentioned in just a few short lists, too, because I think if you scroll up, there's a Kirk Karen Thomas put him on the skins, too. So. Yes, yes. So, very cool. So, thanks, Karen, Michael, Bill, and uh, uh, D David for chiming in on that. We do appreciate your input on that. Um, can I tell a story? Well, if you're talking to the microphone and everybody can hear you, yes. Can you I tell, tell a story? <laughs> Is this a story about Donnie Iris? No. <laughs> I'm going to see if this works. I'm going to stroke this bottle three times, and I'm going to see if a genie comes out and gives me another <laughs> bottle of bourbon. Watch this. Please, is genie, that give your us... story? Yeah, that's remember, it. Remember, most of this is audio, so like, not everybody can see you. I'm stroking the bottle. Bourbon bottle. He's a bottle stroker from it's, way it's back. It's the uh, bottle of bourbon, though. But that's my story, and I'm sticking with it. Go ahead. That's your story? Yeah, I, wanted, story. I wanted to try. I just if, want to get that because out. Because if a genie pops out of here, you're going to be like, wow, this uh, guy yeah, is like, seriously... Awesome. Yeah, no, you're right. To... Keith, you, you're totally right, brother. You're totally right. You're totally right. So um, so, so we hit some of you guys. If you guys who are watching, you want to chime in on a couple of... Uh, that's totally fine. If you don't, that's fine. We'll just keep talking. Um, but anyways, there's... All, as you can imagine, there are tons of lists on the internet. Imagine that lists on internet. <laughs> That's unbelievable. And unbelievable. So we're going to go through um, some lists. This is from uh, Guitar World, uh, and this is their lists of uh, in the, uh, of supergroups. And uh, they've got at number ten. They've got a perfect circle. I've seen right. them. I've seen them live. Actually, you like them? Yeah, they're pretty good. It was cool. I mean, it's. Uh... I mean, or James Keenan thing. It has a tool vibe, but like it's not completely tool. You know, they're sold. They're at um, what, what? They're at that basketball. Yeah, Peterson Pitt, yeah. Event Center. And like it's completely sold. It's not them. It's a tool. I'm sorry, but uh, so so. And sometimes people forget that a perfect circle is uh, a uh, supergroup. Um, James uh, Maynard James Keenan. Uh, and uh, Troy uh, Van Leeuwen, uh, Primus drummer Tim Alexander, APC released their album, their debut album, which I can't pronounce, uh, to... It's uh, Meridonomes. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. And Temple of the Dog. That's another band that a lot of people forget. Big super group there. Yeah, they're absolutely super group. And that's uh, Pearl Jam with Chris Cornell and some other people. Um, Chris keeps keep coming up, man. He's... All over the place. Now, see, this is a band that I think a lot of people forget about. I have this on my list of, you know, kind of like not as well known, but Chicken Foot. I like, did you, did you, did you ever hear the I've Chicken heard Foot? a few songs about them, and I, the one thing that I did dig about it was Joe Satrioni actually was playing for the song. You got to hear him like riff out more. Yeah, and yeah. Like, and put some like songwriting ability to it instead of just, you know, the kind of shred thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I like both their records, I thought they were great. Uh, Down, you remember the band Down? This is Phil Anselmo uh, from Pantera with some guys from Corrosion of Conformity and Crowbar. Um, cool band. Mr. Big! What about Mr. Big? Billy Sheehan? Paul Gilbert? I mean, like, these guys are, like, huge. Uh, Pat Torpy, from, uh, the drummer from The Knack. He was in Ted Nugent for a while, too. Yep. And speaking of Ted Nugent, what about... Damn Yankees. Damn Yankees. Jack Blades from Night Ranger, Tommy uh, Shaw from Sticks, Ted Nugent from Ted Nugent. From Ted Nugent, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just or like... Or Dukes. Amboy Dukes, yeah. yeah. Oysterhead. That's who I had written down. That was the one I'm surprised that's on the list. That was a really cool record. Well, you got to understand, this is Guitar World. So, yeah, so. Rolling Stones, ro there's lists of... I found a list of, like, most disappointing super groups. Right. And Oysterhead at, is, is on it, so is Chickenfoot. But I disagree. It's good stuff. That's just the, uh, Les Claypool and Trey right Anastasio. And who's the drummer? Stuart Copeland. Of course. Uh, Black Country Communion. Great band with um, Joe Bonamassa, Glenn Hughes, uh, Jason Bonham, son of Bonzo, and Dream uh, Theater keyboardist uh, Derek uh, Sh uh, Sh Sherinian, and Glenn Hughes, who's like played with everybody. 
Yeah, Glenn is just, who didn't work with Glenn Hughes like in the seventies and eighties? Yeah, yeah. Uh, them crooked vultures. Queen with that. Yeah, that was an interesting little. Josh Holm and Dave Grohl. John Paul Jones uh, yeah. showed up in that too. Uh, Damn Yankees, who we already mentioned. Uh, Blue Murder, which I never really thought of as a supergroup. I already sort of, I already thought of, always thought of uh, Blue Murder as John Sykes's like band. But it's Carmen Apice, uh, Cozy Paul, Cozy Powell was uh, passed through that as well. Um, Tony Franklin. Tony Franklin. Cream. Do you guys realize that Cream was a supergroup? Yes, that's that's one that. Probably should be yeah day number one on the list. Yeah, well they're yeah, pretty up. Yeah, they're pretty high up. Yeah, uh, we've got Bad Company. People forget the Bad Company was a supergroup. Uh, Boz Burrell um, uh, from uh, King Crimson, Mott the Hoople guitarist Mick Ralphs. Uh, uh, you know, and they, they worked with uh, Paul Rogers and Simon Kirk, who were in Free. So super. instant supergroup. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. We don't need to say anything about that. The Traveling Wilburys, George. Harrison, Bob Dylan, I mean, just, you know, uh, Roy Orbison, the definition of supergroup. Back to the hard rock and metal, though. Um, Audio Slave, which we talked about last week. Velvet Revolver, Duff McKeegan, Matt Sorum, um, and Scott Weiland. Scott Weiland. Scotty Weiland. Uh, Blind Faith. Eric Clapton's on this, like, these lists a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, Asia, which is a band that a lot of people weren't talking about, but that's um, John Wetton of King Crimson, Jeff Downs of... Uh, this thing is doing its thing automatically, and I don't appreciate that. Um, Jeff Downs of The Buggles, uh, and yes, Carl Palmer of Emerson, Lake and Palmer. So they all got together, it was his 80s, had, some, had a couple records with some really big hits on him. And The Firm. I love The Firm. The Firm is a cool band. Definitely a cool band, and that's... Uh... How many records they put all three? Two or three. Well, they, their first record, I think, is the... That's their... That's their know, crowning yeah. achievement. I think that's satisfaction that's, guaranteed. Is yeah, radioactive. Radioactive. There's great jams, you know. Um, Tony so, Franklin's in that band, too. Tony Franklin. Tony Franklin, you know, he's around. On all I love stuff. Tony Franklin. Uh, there's a cool list on Wikipedia, and there's a lot of bands that I forgot about. Um, so let's kind of do a quickie. I won't, we won't name all the people in the bands. Um... Humble Pie. It's got guys from Spooky Tooth and the Small Faces. Um, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, which is all those different guys, of course. Uh, Derek and the Dominoes. Yeah. Is a, is again, a, with Clapton. Clapton again. He's like, um, I wouldn't... See, here's the thing about supergroups. you got to be kind of super. <laughs> Abba, I'm sorry, they were a cool band, but I wouldn't put them in as supergroup. I understand that there were guys from Santana and Journey, but again, I don't necessarily would call them a supergroup. Um, the Little River Band, yes. Here, listen, man. We've the all River. been in other bands. That doesn't qualify. RB. It doesn't qualify you as a supergroup. I'm sorry. Um, we'll get back to talking about ABBA again. You want to talk about ABBA? Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Hager, Schoen, Aronson, and Shreve. Well, those are like their names, so you got that. Um, the Power Station. This is one of those bands that like uh, forget yeah. about. And it's Robert Palmer, who's freaking amazing. Uh, Tony Thompson from Chic. Yeah. Uh, John Taylor and Andy Taylor from Duran Duran. So that was definitely super group. GTR, Steve Hackett and Steve Howe. Uh, the Highwaymen, which was a very cool, not hard rock or metal, but a cool band with Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, and Chris Christopherson. Like, holy cow. Yeah, it's like a... Who's who of like country outlaw guys, you know. Mike and the Mechanics with Mike Rutherford from Genesis and Paul Carrick who was in Squeeze. Tin Machine with uh, David Bowie and uh, Reeves Gabral and a couple guys like this. Some guys from Iggy Pop. Bad English. Which is basically Journey and the Babies. Yeah, it looks that way. Yeah, so it was a, that was a cool band. We already mentioned the Traveling Wilburys. Badlands. With Jake uh, Lee, Ray, see, Ray a, yeah, see, I had to look up Ray Gillen because I'm like, it said Black Sabbath. I'm like, wait a minute, how many people have been in Black Sabbath? They had a sordid history, like in the '80s. They were really kind of lost. Like, even Geezer left and came back. Like a lot of the guys left and came back. But who's the singer on the Headless Cross album? 
I don't know who is it. Exactly, I'm not exactly. Idea. Um, Ringo Starr and his All Star Band, like everybody's in that. <laughs> you know what the rules for that though? You have to have at least two hit songs. Really, I did That's not. Know I read it. that somewhere. Yeah, I did not know that. Um, the three tenors. <laughs> we'll skip that for now. Uh, Contra. You guys remember Contraband? They had a hit in the nineties with uh, a remake yeah. all the way to Memphis. Yeah, it was, it was a that hundred song? I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. And that's Michael Shankar uh, with Tracy Guns. It's basically it. Uh, uh, Sherry Peters, uh, Peterson, Peterson from yeah. Vixen was in that, and Bobby Blotzer from Rat. So definitely, definitely a super group for sure. Slash's Snake Pit with the Matt Sorum, Gilby Clark. Mike Inez was in that band. From Alice. And Brian Tishy. There you go. Yep. Oh, wow. Just, uh, you know, there's this Mad Season. That's a band a lot of people oh, forget yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lane Staley, Mike McCready. So, uh, and we talk. This is Foo Fighters. Like, let's talk about this. Dave Grohl from Nirvana. Pat Smear from the Germs. Um, Nate Mendel. Nate. Nate Mendel and William Goldsmith, who I believe is the original drummer. They were from Sunny Day Real Estate, which was a like punky sort of like Seattle band that just didn't make it. Um, again, I see so you got to be super for you to be a super group. I'm I sorry, like somebody like, that one, like, man. like I'm Pat, sorry. Pat Smear, like the Germs. What, what hits did the Germs have? I don't know, and Pat Smear bothers me, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't like looking at him because it sounds like Pap Smear. Yeah, but it's like. <laughs> I don't even know why they keep him in that freaking band. You don't need three guitar players in that band. He's just playing the same shit Grohl's playing. Uh, thanks for, uh, Steve uh, Anger, for uh, chiming in. Steve, I know you're going through some personal stuff, dude, with your wife. and um, But, uh, no, I, I, I do. we do appreciate your fanship, man. You, you're, you've been very supportive uh, of, of what I've been doing, and I do really appreciate it, man. So, peace out to you, brother. I know you're dealing with some stuff. Um... So let's go ahead and kind of scroll through a little bit here. Let's see. Something jumps out to you. Oh, The Firm. No, there's a rap band called The Firm, by the way. Did you, guys, did you really? know that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I'm kind of going through here and seeing if we can see anybody else jumps out at us. This is Wikipedia. Um, again, you know, I, my opinion is you've got to be somewhat super. You've got to have somewhat of a career <coughs> before you want to call yourself a super group. So anyway, so those are some of uh, what the web has to say about it and what you guys have to say about it. We're going to play, play another song, and then Keith and I are going to go ahead and give you our super groups. Finally. Um, yes, we're going to get to this. Enough of this scrolling around the internet stuff waiting for these other that dudes. Internet, like they, this this they interweb thing is know, killing me. They don't know nothing on it. Let's interweb. get on what R is. Okay, here we go. This is a band called The Standstills. Um... I love the title of their EP, the, From the Devil's Porch. Cool, cool, nice. cool. And this is uh, the standstills on the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus.
also another two piece band. Oh, really? It seems to be like two. Yeah. Yeah, chick, chick. We're not sexist. The chick. The chick. The so hard we forgot to turn the microphones back on uh, yeah. <laughs> are we on yes. we're on we are on like donkey kong let me go ahead and uh give you guys some that's the standstills and that is the standstills.com another two-piece band very cool seems to be very hip it's all about the two two-piece pieces. bands i wish i'd have thought of that you know one band let's get off topic you know one band that was a two-piece band before it was actually really hip remember the band local h Oh, yeah. They were a two-piece band. Yeah. Before it was like... Bound to the floor. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know anything uh, else about them. But Steve Anger has picked a super group for us. Now, check All this. Right. This is cool. Uh, Mitch Mitchell, Eric Clapton, John Lennon, and Keith Richards. Nice. He, what does he call it? The, <laughs> the Dirty Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, dude. Very cool, man. You it's had a, me at Mitch Mitchell. Yeah, Mitch Mitchell. Mitch it. Mitchell. Where's the little Mitch Mitchell? Anyways, uh, so, so, Keith... So, you have well, some picaroonies. Yes. In the first rounds, the Keith Hawkins picks, the foundation of everything. <laughs> Good vocals. In this case, I picked great vocals. My lead singer in my dream band or fantasy band is going to be the one and only Freddie Mercury from Queen. All right. So that is my singer. Are we going back and forth? You want me to no, do no, no, no. Give your band. Yeah. My drummer in my fantasy band, because it's a rock band, is John Bonham, because there's no other better rock drummer than John Bonham. So we've got so Freddie I, Mercury with John Bonham on drums, I yes. guess. I have Jeff Beck on guitar. Okay, I which, like it so far. To me, he's the greatest guitar player of all time. Okay. Getty Lee's playing bass, because I know that's going to oh, add some like really kick Yeah, that's good. I like that. Getty can do the keys, and plus Freddie Mercury plays keys, too. So oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I got a lot going on here. Um, see who else I have. And to go a, still rock... Go a little bit outside that I have Prince on the other guitar, and he can just do whatever he wants. And he can have vocals, and he plays like every different instrument. Wow. I had to, I had to put him in there. Wow. So I have John Bonham. Wow. Freddie Mercury. John Bonham, Freddie Mercury. Jeff Beck. Jeff Beck. Getty Lee. Getty Lee. And freaking Prince. And Prince. Oh, my. Prince and Getty Lee in the same band. I the, the, Who'd have thunk it? And if I could have a backup vocalist, just because I'm the co-host of the show, so I get an extra pick, Aretha Franklin's going to sing backups, just because that would be, just Ure add some, just add that. Urethra. Yeah. Urethra Franklin. That's right. Uh, let's talk, I'm going to throw out a couple of um, lesser known supergroups that many of you don't know about or have forgotten about. The Dead Daisies. If you don't know who they are, check them out. Uh, they're on tour. It's like uh, Doug Aldrich on guitar and a... Um, uh, John Karabi on vocals. It's very cool uh, act. They call them. It's a part. It's a project called the Collective, and there's a lot of awesome musicians that come and go through this thing. Very cool. Um, that's the Dead Daisies. And they've got some great records out. They do. They've got some cool original songs, and they've got a live album where they do a great mix of remakes, classic songs, and uh, uh, and, and their originals. Hollywood Vampires. Uh, uh, I know that one. That's that. a very cool band with Alice Cooper and... Uh, Johnny Depp's in that band. Johnny Depp and uh, Aerosmith. Um, uh, Joe Perry. Joe Perry. Sweet... Who, who else is in the band? Uh, Sweet and Lynch. 
and this is um, uh, not Michael Sweet, not Matthew, Michael Sweet. Yeah, not Matt. Yeah, Michael Sweet, not Matthew. Michael Sweet from Striper with George Lynch. I didn't know that. And one. it's a, it's they sound good. It's a yeah. very cool. You guys should check it out. Now I had the Pish Power Station Chicken Foot down because I was I. Didn't think a lot of people were aware of them, but those are cool bands. Power Station was bands you forget about. It. Oh, right, you know. And Animal Logic. Are you familiar with Animal Logic? Stuart Copeland's in that band. Stuart Copeland and um, Stanley Clark. Yeah. <clears throat> with a singer-songwriter, uh, Deborah Holland. And it, they did two amazing albums in the late 80s. And if you don't know what that band is, if you're a lover of great music, not necessarily hard rock or heavy metal, I highly recommend uh, that band. Before I go ahead and give my pick, because what I did was I played around. I, I went a little nuts and did it. <clears throat> I, I wanted to um, share with you this article that I found on the internet about supergroups that almost happened. Okay, and here's a bit. One of the supergroups that almost happened was Hendrix, McCartney, Miles Davis, and Tony Williams. What? Yep. This yeah. lineup is documented by an October telegram sent to Apple Records and Paul McCartney trying to get the bass player... Uh, to show up in New York for the album sessions, Hendrix and McCartney are already a fairly enticing proposition, but throw in jazz legends Miles Davis, uh, phenomenon, and jazz drummer Tony Williams. <laughs> Good God, the mind boggles. So it was an actual thing. Uh, John McLaughlin had, was, uh, was mentioned also as part of this thing. Uh, could you imagine if that would happen? That would be pretty sick, and I actually never knew about that and I probably should and the fact that Tony Williams is one of my all-time heroes man. Um, this uh, Led Zeppelin Mark Zero or Proto Zepp, <clears throat> this is a band lineup that was fueled much speculation and disagreement over the years. Zeppelin almost happened in 66. There's only one enticing small piece of evidence that documents this incarnation of her proto band, a barely noticed B-side to a Jeff Beck single, Hi-Ho Silver Lining, called Beck's Bolero, had been recorded in 66 and quietly slipped out in 1967. A truly earth-shaking supergroup uh, this was to Jimmy Page and Jeff Beck on guitar, Nicky Hopkins on keyboards, John Paul Jones on bass, and Keith Moon on drums. Holy hell. They did Beck's Polaris, pretty much it. Um, so the Who were kind of like doing, there was a lot of stuff going on and it didn't really work out, but that was one of those things. The Beatles, Stones, and Dylan formed a single band. Before passing out of the 60s, another uh, proposed band uh, has recently come to light in the realms of the world supergroup. Uh, this one would have <clears throat> been a doozy. Nine-piece band comprising of Bob Dylan, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Charlie Watts, Bill Wyman, John Lennon, Bob McCartney, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr, and even yeah, Bob Dylan. Um, and so these guys were getting together. They were talking about the same time period. It would have been the summer of 69. Um, there was a self-portrait era of Dylan. would have been very cool. Now, this is the band I really wanted to tell Keith about. This is a band called XYZ. And basically, it is... <laughs> uh, Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, Chris Squire, and Alan White. <coughs> so it's, so it's Chris, Squire, Chris Squire and Alan White from Yes. Okay. And Jimmy Page and Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin. Very nice. Now, that would have... Did you get it? Did you get the title XYZ? X... Yes, X Led Zeppelin. <clears throat> Very cool. Um, I go to car uh, wrecked bangs dot wordpress.com and you guys can read the full stories about these bands. Uh, WWB, which would have been Wakeman, Wetton, and Bruford. Bill Bruford actually figures into one of mine as well. So guys, go check that out. I'm going to go ahead and give you my picks. Um, so I played around a little bit and decided to do some fun stuff with this. I went a little bit. I wasn't sure what the rule. I didn't think there were any rules, so I made up my own thing. No rules, man. No this rules. is a band I invented called LSD, and it is Robert Plant, Freddie Mercury, Rod Stewart, and Roger Daltrey. Now, what these guys do? These guys are kind of like a Take Six kind of band. They sing each other's hits with them, all the vocalists doing the instrumental parts on their with their voices. You get it? Kind of like a Take Six, Bobby McFerrin. I got it. I don't know. I, it seems just a crazy idea. I can see why you call it, it LSD, because I feel like I'm tripping right LSD, now. LSD, lead singer disease, is why I called it LSD. <laughs> <clears throat> I came up with another band called Big Bottom. This is Billy Sheehan, Getty Lee, John Entwistle, Les Claypool, and Lemmy. And so I, Lemmy's, Lemmy is in there just to kind of just hold the whole thing together, maybe sing a little bit. Um, but I just figured Les, John, and Getty, and Billy would like just go off. 
And I, I just know. think it would be really cool. Big Bottom, all bass players. I would like that. Now, here's some bands I don't have names for, but I just thought these, I would love to hear these guys play together. Alan Holdsworth with Tony Levin and Bill Bruford. I think that would be a great band. And, like, I know that uh, Alan played with the band, one of Bill, for Bill Bruford's bands, like, in the late 70s. But just to hear him without the keyboards, just him, Levin, and Bruford, just real raw, in your face, I thought it would be awesome. Steve Marriott, backed up by John Paul Jones and John Bonham. Would be, I think, would be a killer band, and John Paul Jones and John Bottom backing up or playing with Jeff Beck and Rod Stewart. Come on, that's cool, man. I didn't know you were going to go this far. I, mean, I, I, I just went a little. I just like I picked I, one band, and it's so bad that I have to. I was so because, <laughs> matter of fact, the name of my band is the BMFs, but we won't even going to talk about what that stands for. Just <laughs> use your imagination. My band is so bad it should be in detention, and I only had to think of one. <laughs> So, I mean, that's that's good on your part, though. That's good on your part. <laughs> I'm just playing around. That, that's very good. Oh, uh, goodness. So, speaking of supergroups, we're going to play one more band here. This is a band called, I, I played them before. I love this band. They're from Greece. They're called Free Rock Saints. This is called Take It. Just take it. Take it. Take, take it. it all, man. Free Rock Saints. Take it all. These guys from Greece. Uh, this guy's called Take It. This one on Blue Pearl Union. Let me go ahead and give you the websites so that we can like make sure you guys go out and check out these bands. Um, Royal Blood is royalbloodband.com. 
Free Rock Saints is facebook.com backslash Free Rock Saints. And the standstills is the standstills.com. Uh, like, check out these bands, guys. Find out when they go on tour. Like, go check them out because um, we gotta put we got to put our money where our mouth is. This music is out there. It's good. These bands are, like, really doing stuff. I mean, honestly... Rock is not dead. Rock man. is not dead. It's not. And, and bands today are, like, doing it on their own, so they have more creative control to really create, like, something very special, like the Free Rock Saints and Royal Blood and Standstill. So... Um, get out there and like when these guys are coming. You see, they're coming to your area, man. Friend them on Facebook, follow them, and that way you guys can go support them, buy their records. I mean, I actually buy the music for this podcast because I'm like, I want to support these guys. I want them to like, you know, know that they got fans out there. So <clears throat> check them out. You're listening to Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. Uh, that is Ludini Rock and Metal Circus dot com is the website. And uh, got I'm doing a lot of interviews uh, on the site all the time. We got a lot of stuff coming up. As well as this cool thing that Keith and I do every week to get the music out to you guys. So, um, I wanted to tell you something, man. I finally saw The Martian with Matt Damon. Did you see that? I have not. It's a, a very one. cool movie. I mean, I, I I was waiting for it to come on uh, Amazon to rent. It had been like buy only for like a year. I really want to see this thing. So it just came on for rent last night and I watched I was like, okay, I'll watch a little bit of it because it was late and I ended up staying up till two o'clock in the morning watching all the thing. I got completely sucked in. And he is Matt Damon should have got the Academy Award for that. I mean he is fantastic in it. Um it is a sci fi movie in the tradition of uh like um Contact or Interstellar, one of those more like not so way far in the future kind of sci-fi movies. You know what I mean? It's kind of based on the sort of technology we kind of already kind of know. Is it better than Arrival? Did you see Arrival with Amy Adams? I uh, that is brilliant. It's a different kind of UFO. Yeah, that that's more of a UFO. Yeah, this, this a... doesn't have. This is. I don't want to put it. I don't want to spoil it. But I'll just say this: it isn't a UFO kind of movie at all. It doesn't involve any of that type thing. It's really about. It's it's just one of those movies where. The triumph of the human spirit kind of movie, you know what I mean? And like, it's very like moving and powerful. And Matt Damon is so amazing in it. I mean, I love the Bourne movies and all that. I thought he was a great action actor and everything. But he really put, brings it all together. And the, the script they gave him is just—it's funny. He's a—he's you know—he's a smart ass. He's like everything, brilliant. Like it, everything they made him doing. I've really seen that great. first Bourne movie. Yeah, I like this movie. I watched, no, I watched the first one. You know, like just the, after that, I just kind of went on living my life. <laughs> you don't like them? No. Nah. You don't like them? No. I like those movies. But in any case, um, if you haven't seen, the, um, if you guys have Amazon uh, Prime, um, you actually don't need the Prime. You can rent it. It's on for $4.99 or $3.99. You can rent it now. It's I highly recommend you check it out. You seen any good movies before we get out of here? Lately? Hell no. Hell no! No, I'm looking forward to that. Uh-oh. I'll wait till September. September 8th, the remake of It is coming out. That looks good. That looks pretty freaking good. I'm, really like, good. I'm gonna go for that one. That looks good. I usually don't really get into remakes and stuff because I'm a huge horror movie fan, but... Well, the original That one, that it one looks pretty a, good. Well, the original It, you guys have to understand, was a television It was a, it was a series, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't really a... But it, it was good for what it was. I mean, yeah, it Tim is, Curry was like... It looks like... Pennywise is very much different in this one, though. You know, yeah, scary. but I even thought like the fact that uh, those guys, those '80s actors that they got to play, and I thought they did a good. I just recently rewatched that. that yeah, you it's know, cool. And I thought it was it's it's decent. It's not you know it's like if you're used to movies that come out now. Hey, Karen, we we mentioned your pick, sweetheart. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. You got to go back and, and let's do it again. Good band. Yep. Yeah, you had you had a cool band, um, but. You gotta like take it for the time and place when it came out. Like they didn't have the kind of, you know, and, and movies were different then. You know, there was movie. Oh, totally. You know, after Pulp Fiction, movie making completely changed. It completely went. Pulp Fiction, Blair Witch Project, a few movies like that kind of reinvented how movies looked and what people expected of movies. Um, so this is an '80s TV miniseries. So you have to kind of like accept that. And most people don't seem to their interpretation of Stephen King novels usually suck. At least that's what he says. Other than he he even dirted Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, which he, I, to he, me, I'm like yes, come on, he dude. He didn't like it, but in it's, recent it, years, that's a badass he, he has come around to say, accept that what Stanley Kubrick did was just take that 
basic story and tell his own story. Basically. Yeah, that's basically what it's and it is. Awesome amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but another um, miniseries uh, around the same era that I thought was very good is the Stephen King. Did you like The Stand? Uh, you didn't like that? I thought it was okay. Pretty, yeah, I mean, that's like... That was, it's I mean, you have to go back to... You have to put yourself back in that era. Yeah, it's long. Yeah, well, it is. It's... Five hours, exactly. six hours. Yeah. I usually, I can't stay awake that well, long. Well, you don't. You don't. You, you got to understand. I it was caffeinated. It was on broadcast TV yeah. over like a four night period. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it was funny because uh, let me just tell you a really funny story about that. Um, I was living in Indiana County at the time, and the stand was on the first night, third night, first night, second night, third night, fourth night. All the electricity in Indiana goes out. People are at like That's cable. Pe- people are at the people went to Blockbuster like to get a stand. Like we got to know what happens. They're like, no, it's on TV. Like it's not even out on video yet. Not tonight, people. <laughs> not tonight. But um, uh, I, I, you know, and uh, they will probably eventually remake that. I imagine uh, the Dark Tower is coming up. Did you? Did you read? Are you a fan of that series? Did you read that series? I never read. That yeah. is an amazing. I read two books in my entire life. And <laughs> How can you be a Stephen King fan and like? With both of them were Stephen King. What books? Books did you read? I read Misery. That's yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Though the movie is awesome too. And I read uh, the Tommy Knockers. I read that one, which I don't know why. I am. I here's what to do. Let me tell you what to do. Get Audible, and you can li- and, and, and I'm Audible right now, man. <laughs> and you can listen. I'm telling you, man. Like. The voice acting on, on, especially on his, are really, really good. I listened to the whole Dark Tower series last summer. It took me the whole summer to go through, but the voice acting was so good, and it, it puts you in the story in a way I almost don't think that a movie could even do. The only time I get affected by someone's voice is when I listen to The Joy of Painting by Bob Ross at night. But some pretty little trees. Happy little trees. It's happy accidents and things just, there's no mistakes. Like in music, when you're making music, there's no mistakes. It's just a happy accident. It's a happy accident. Anyways, um, we're going to start our own super group. Keith and I are going to call ourselves the Happy Accidents. Exactly. And we're going to be wearing uh, diapers on stage. And then uh, throw wigs like Bob Ross. My going to be out there here. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. One more shout out to our sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, PPLMag.com. Guys, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, and uh, thanks for all the people who participated on our Facebook posts and letting us know what it, what their favorite, uh, what their ideal, their fantasy supergroups were. I hope you enjoyed some of the information that we shared with you guys today about supergroups. And uh, just keep listening, man. We really appreciate it. Keep supporting independent music and keep listening to Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus, guys. We'll check you guys out soon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.